What do you mean, gods? Can you explain that? Sure. We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. Hello again, everyone, and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. We're going to turn to Psalm 82 for a question that came in. And I'm going to take just a moment here to actually read the entire Psalm, Psalm 82. It's not real long. God presides in the great assembly. He gives judgment among the gods. How long will you defend the unjust and show partiality to the wicked? Defend the cause of the weak and fatherless. Maintain the rights of the poor and oppressed. Rescue the weak and needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. They know nothing. They understand nothing. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I said, you are gods. You are the sons of the Most High. But you will die die like mere men. You will fall like every other ruler. Rise up, O God. Judge the earth. For all the nations are your inheritance. Now, at first glance, it would almost seem like with verse 1 saying that God sits within the assembly of the gods. And then when he says in verse 6, I said you are gods. Now, there is a group of people, and I will not call them out by name, but there is a group of people that in their doctrine believe that they can become gods. They use this particular psalm as an example. But other than that, they take the Bible beyond what the Bible says. I once heard a man say to me, speak where the Bible speaks, be silent where the Bible is silent. Profound words, and I never forgot that. The Bible is silent about us becoming gods. In fact, this Psalm 82 was written to mock the people who thought they were gods or could become gods. But there is a group of people who say, well, we don't know. Eternity is so long. Sure, perhaps we can become gods and have our own planets to reign over. Are you kidding me? I don't know where people come up with these things. Okay, So what does the Bible say? Can someone become a God? Absolutely not. There is one God over all the earth, creator of life, sustainer of life, and redeemer of life. There is no other. God said in the Ten Commandments, you shall have no other gods before me, meaning there are no other gods. You can call yourself a God, but it doesn't mean you're a God. I mean, I called myself an NFL football player one time and I never made it. I never even tried. knew I couldn't. My point is, you can call yourself whatever you want, but that doesn't mean that's what you are. And in fact, when he's saying in verses 6 and 7 that I have called you gods, but you will fall like all other kings, he's making a mockery of people who think they are more powerful than they are. We have to remember that David lived in a time when there was a lot going on in the world where people were striving for power, trying to maintain power, and not being humble and submitting fully to the Lord God. If every person in the world today would submit to the authority of God, we'd have a different world. Now, I know someone's probably going to say, well, Phil, this is not a theocracy. I never said that. Okay, God understands the human beings and he knows that people are going to govern themselves. But what I'm saying is if our leaders would submit to God and seek God's counsel and wisdom, then they wouldn't fall like all other kings. And it will happen to all leaders who do not submit to his authority. So it has nothing about being a theocracy. It has everything to be about God being in complete control.
Psalm 82. Read it for yourself sometime. It's pretty powerful. But just remember that when someone promises you that you can become a god, that when you die and go to heaven, you can eventually rule over your own planet. Ask them, is it Uranus you're talking about? That's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll talk to you again all real soon. God bless. You've just listened to Bible Time. Two episodes come out every Tuesday and Saturday at 9 a.m. Thank you for listening.